Hello and welcome to Le Beau Jeu interview, when the official League One podcast brings you a big name from French football. And our very first guest is a big one. He's played with and against some of the biggest names in the game. He's represented his country at a World Cup and he is a reigning European champion. We're delighted to have Lille's Jose Font with us. Jose, thanks for joining us. Everything good? Toto Bem? Hi. Um... Nice to, to, to speak to you. Everything is great. Thank you very much. Jose, what a season it's been uh, for Lille. You arrived last summer. Um, if we can just wind back to, to July, I, I, I presume that you know or you knew something about the seat last season, how Lille just avoided relegation. What were your thoughts coming into the club? Uh, the thoughts were, were very clear that um, the team had experienced a difficult season the year before. Um, but I knew, I knew the talent that this team had. I knew what uh, the, the the board wanted to do and the way they wanted to go. So I'm very, I'm very fond. I'm, uh, I'm a good friend with uh, Luis Campos, the sportive director. Uh, he explained to me exactly what uh, his plans were for the team and for myself in the team. I spoke with the manager and. Um, Shortly after the, 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 the first pre-season training sessions and games, I was, uh, I was sure that we could do something, uh, something good in this, uh, in this league. Yeah, could you tell us a little bit about the role that the, the, the coach, Christophe Galtier, want, wanted you to play? Very simple. Um, basically, the, the year before, uh, Marcelo Bielsa, he, he preferred to, to, to bring in youth and uh, young talent and... Uh, basically, he let go of, of all the experienced players, um, and what this, what they asked of me was exactly that: to be to be the leader and to to bring some some calmness and to bring some uh, experience into the team, uh, so we could navigate, uh, especially this uh, difficult period or when you're on a high to keep your feet on the ground. You know, that's that's basically what they asked of me: to to just be a professional, just be myself. Show show the way to the to the young kids that we have here. When when at the start of the season, expectations from from everybody outside the club were were quite low. What were the what were the ambitions within the team w- within the club? Well, at the beginning of the season, it was quite clear that uh, nothing nothing was expected from us apart from being uh, having a, a, a season where we was. Uh, pretty much out of trouble, so I would say mid-table. But um, how we started the league with so many victories and with so much quality and so much above anyone else, obviously Paris Saint-Germain is in, is in a league of their own, but we was pretty much the team that uh, was um, you know, flying as well as uh, Paris Saint-Germain. So after that, after that period, we was confident and uh, quite sure that we could maintain it. So the expectations uh, started to change and now it's, it's clearly focused on finishing in the top three. Yeah, you talked about uh, the, the quality that, that's in the side. Does that mean that you're not actually surprised by, by how well things have gone? I'm not, to be honest. As I said, uh, once I, I joined and I start uh, uh, training with the boys and start seeing the, the talent that they possess... You know, players like Nicola Pepe, like uh, Jonathan Iconé, Bamba, Sheka Mendes, uh, Leao, Rui. I mean, there's 
there's so much quality and so much talent in the team that, you know, with the with the manager that we have and the staff that we have, the organization as that we have as a team, you can you can pretty much know that you're gonna win more games than you're gonna lose. And uh, I was I started to be quite confident very early, um, and it was just a question of materialize this this potential that we had. You mentioned now a top three finish is is the ambition. It's it's very realistic as well. Top two will will be a guarantee Champions League group stage so, place. Are we? Are you talking about Champions League in, in the dressing room? Is it is it something that could be a distraction as well as a source of motivation? Not at all. Not at all uh, a distraction because there's twelve games left. We have. Uh, we have 12 finals in our minds, and um, the pressure is not on us. Obviously, we want to we want to finish second. Let's not be hypocrite. We want to finish second. We want to go directly to the Champions League, and that's why we work every day. Um, but if it doesn't happen, I mean, uh, we will. The 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 thing is that we will give 120 percent to finish second, and. Um, Obviously, Lyon has some catch-up to do in Saint-Étienne and the other teams. But uh, we are focused. We, we are working very hard to, to maintain this place and to finish second. Uh, that's, that's the truth. What role has, has Christophe Galtier played in this? I mean, obviously, he came in last season in a, in a difficult position um, last December, managed to keep the team up. He's brought in yourself given you a very specific role to, to to play within the team. He's managed to bring together um, some very experienced members like yourself and some some hugely talented but inexperienced youngsters at the same time. It, it can't be an easy job. What 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 role has he played in Lille's success this season? He has been uh, he has been instrumental. Obviously the manager is a very special person because he has the ability to to deal with the, the many different nationalities and many, many different personalities and characters within the dressing room. Um, I'm on his side to help him with that as well, but he, I have to give him that one of his qualities is how he manages to, to, to keep everyone happy, to, to, to keep everyone focused. Uh, he has been very, very, very good uh, at that level. And apart from that is the organization and the knowledge that uh, he has of the game. We we are one of the teams mo- most organized, most organized. We have uh, a staff that uh, works alongside the manager very very well, and uh, it's no surprise that uh, we are doing so well because we have such a talented uh, manager and staff. And let's talk about one of the talents that you've mentioned in the in the squad uh, a little earlier. I mean, you've played with some fabulous players and against some great players at, at all levels, including, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo with the with the Portuguese national team. How good for somebody who plays against him every day in training, maybe gets a chance to to kick him every now and again, is Nicola Pepe? For sure, for sure, it's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to be very, very direct. He can play anywhere he wants. It's as simple as that. I've, like you said, I've played against uh, many players. I've played alongside the, the top, top players. And his ability and his intelligence and knowledge of the game is second to none. His his pace is blistering. His ability on the ball and 1v1 is incredible. He finishes well. He He's an intelligent player. His movement is good. 
and he's still only 23. So, I mean, he can he can pick and choose. He can play for any team he wants. It's as simple as that. If he wants to play for Madrid, Barca, Man United, Man City, whoever he chooses, he he can do it, and he will do a good job for sure. Wow, fantastic endorsement. What about a, a, another a young player who many people probably haven't heard too much about, um, but he's he's really breaking into the Lille side now. He's had a very good run of form. Rafael Liao, uh, people mentioning a, a Portuguese Mbappe. Is that simply because of his age? He's, he's 19. I mean, Rafael is um, he's a different player from uh, Mbappe. Uh, we can't put him at the same level just yet, you know. He's only starting. I know Mbappe is only starting, but the last year he, he, Mbappe had two two very strong years. Uh, Rafael only starting now. Like you said, he's been scoring a few goals. He's doing very very well, but he has a lot to learn still. And um, he's in the best place to to improve and to learn and to keep developing because Lille is a fantastic place for young players to be in. And uh, he's taking advantage of that. He's uh, he's improving every day. Uh, he's working very hard, and he, uh, as long as he keeps doing that, I'm sure that um, he'll. Uh, you'll hear even more about him. Is he somebody that you, uh, that you, as as particularly as you as you speak the same language, is he somebody you'll take under your wing and and talk to and and give advice to? I mean, it's not because he's Portuguese, but I do that with every every player that uh, searches and reaches out for a little bit of advice and wants to 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 have a chat. I'll. I'll obviously help and do my best to 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 help him out. Rafael is a is a player that uh, listens above all. He wants to improve, and of course, I uh, I give him a, some some bit of advice if he if he if he reaches out and uh, if I see something that uh, he's doing wrong, I'll I'll also you know uh, tell him tell him uh, to 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 not do it and to do it a different way. Um, that's a little bit of my role as uh, as the older player and as the more experienced one. I have to to guide these young players and to show them the way. That's that's what I said before. Well, you've you've played in Portugal, you've played in England, you played in China, and and now in France, you've you've collected uh, probably a lot of air miles as as well as a lot of experience. For sure. How, <laughs> how does how does how does League One? How does Ligue 1 compare to to the other to the to the Premier League to 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 the league in Portugal that you've already played in? Yeah, it's a fantastic competition. Uh, so much talent in this league. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know uh, pace um, in the in, in the especially in the strikers in this league. It's a it's a very competitive league. Obviously, this this uh, last few years Paris Saint Germain um, is a little bit above everyone else because obviously the investment that they have and all the situations that we know but the competition itself is amazing I'm enjoying my my time here um, comparing to the Premier League uh, we're talking about uh, the best league in the world and the, the league that spends the most money in the world and has uh, the ability to buy any player they want so it's uh, it's kind of difficult to compare yourself to the Premier League because any team in the Premier League, from the, the 20 teams that play in the Premier League, they can buy players, they can buy the best talent in the world. So, uh, obviously, uh, the, the, the French League is amazing and it's, 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 a, it's a very competitive league. And you can see that with the result that Paris Saint-Germain got against Man United, obviously. But uh, the Premier League is still, in my opinion, uh, the, 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 the best. And uh, 
to get to that level, we must uh, the the French league must keep um, hold of their best players if possible and keep keep developing because there's so much talent and so much quality in this league and uh, the people love football as well. So we just need to keep growing. After what you said about um, Nicola Pepe, the, the clubs who were already queuing up for him are going to be uh, are going to be fighting over themselves to to to, to buy him next summer. But uh, you you mentioned Paris Saint Germain's. Uh, defeat of Manchester United. Lyon, of course, also beat Manchester City in the Champions League group stages. Could, can you see that the, the gap between between uh, Liga and the Premier League, and also, for example, Rennes beating uh, Betis Sevilla in the, in the Europa League, is the gap between Liga and the other big leagues in Europe getting smaller? I think so. I think so. And you can see with the results that uh, you just mentioned. Obviously, Paris Saint-Germain is above or at, the, at least at the same level as anyone in the world um, but the, the what Lyon is doing in the in the European competitions and what Rennes is doing in the in the Europa League just shows how good uh, that this league is shows how competitive and uh, how great this league is so well done and credit to them because they are doing a great job so the gap is definitely smaller to the Premier League and like I said, we 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 must uh, do our best to to keep uh, to keep that uh, gap even shorter. Well, thanks a lot, Jose. Best of luck for the rest of the season, and Thank hopefully next much. time next time we catch up, you'll be looking forward to a, a Champions League campaign with uh, Leo. Lovely talking to you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you.